You're listening to Faith at Work, brought to you by AirAccountant.io. Outsourced controller and bookkeeping services. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Faith at Work. I'm Carl Grant here with Randy Rowland, Inside Sales Consultant. Welcome, Randy. Hey, Carl. So, Randy, I've known you for 19 years now, and um, I remember when I met you, uh, you came right out and talked about your faith. So, I, I'm not going to be shy about asking you about your faith, Randy, and, and how you came to faith. Well, it's truly amazing, Carl. And, you know, I have to say that you have been one of my angels in my life because uh, I have a couple and uh, you have always resided as, as that sort of form to me. But I bring that up because uh, I've had quite an experience um, back in Manhattan. I did a lot of music. I still do a lot of music. Uh, you know, I know I have my uh, title as Inside Sales Consultant. But that has always been, uh, you know, my functionality to support my music habit. Uh, my first faith beca- it really became a reality back in the uh, late 80s when I was in Manhattan taking a serious walk with the devil. And my sister sent me a couple of uh, beautiful Christ- Christ- Christian songs that she had just written Um they were Christmas songs at the time. And ironically, I still sing one of them to this day for the last 28 years at this big white Christmas event out in Winchester, Virginia. But I decided to take a big leap of faith and uh, come down to Virginia from Manhattan after living there for 18 years. And, uh, you know, living in that, uh, um, living in that, that uh, sort of den of iniquity. <laughs> anyway, pour it out. It was, uh, tell, tell your story. It was it was, uh, it was quite an experience um, because you know I mean New York City was uh, really represented in my uh, in my twenties and my thirties uh, uh, a big party for me and uh, I really enjoyed uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. It was definitely moving to an adult playground. But then as I kept getting uh, a little older and, and going through my experiences, I realized that, uh, you know, I had to do something seriously to change my life because the, the old caption of sex and drugs and rock and roll really was playing uh, pretty heavily in my life. And I had uh, become quite an addict of cocaine that I didn't really realize at the time was capturing me. And I thought I was uh, one step ahead of it. And there was no way that I was going to become a victim of cocaine. It was just using it for partying, having a great time. And it turns out that uh, it did capture me and it did grab me. And I, I really needed an out. So uh, when my sister sent me these two Christian songs, I really realized that it was time for me to take a major turn in my life. And since I was so uh, enthralled with music and, and uh, producing and arranging and, and doing studio uh, work and uh, doing a lot of, I, I play trumpet, flugelhorn and sing. And uh, I, it was just time to make some sort of a change. And when my sister sent me these songs, and they happen to be Christian songs. I mean, I never didn't believe in God. I always had a belief of God. I always prayed every day, even in my worst 
uh, most satanic times. I was always praying to God to protect me and save me and guide me. But nothing took shape the way it did until I moved down to Virginia to produce my sister's music. And uh, so we ended up performing in many churches around the D.C. area. Uh, she was writing many Christian songs. We actually uh, landed a record deal. Uh, the first six months I was down here with uh, this record that we had uh, created together. And it was all of her original music. And we would go and perform in churches and we would do everything from one song service, you know, for a, for a major service to a, a full service of just music. Go ahead. So, so t tell the story about how you got off of drugs. That, that that's okay. You know, you said you were addicted, and then you came to Leesburg, and then now you're a church musician. But what happened in between? Okay, okay, cool. So, um, the I, I really had a mission that I had to accomplish, and that was to beat my addiction with uh, the drug that had captured me so seriously in Manhattan. So I packed up my apartment that I'd been living in for 14 years, and uh, put everything in a truck and put my car on the back of the truck. And I drove down to Virginia, totally on a leap of faith. And I was determined to quit drugs. Now I had about an eighth of low or an eighth of cocaine with me at the time, an eighth, eighth of an ounce of cocaine to get me down here. And since we were driving through the night and I had, uh, had my partner at the time and, uh, who was Amy and we, we drove down together and I was on a mission to quit drugs. Well, I got down to the West Virginia, Virginia border. And as I was crossing the border, I decided that this was my lap, last hit of cocaine that I was ever going to do in my life. And I had probably a couple of grams left and uh, I threw it out the window in the, in the, the vial that I had had it contained in. And now that is going back 20, it'll be 30 years, December 14th this year wow. that uh, I took my last hit of cocaine and I have not touched it since. And I did not uh, go to a 12 step program but I did need some serious help uh, shaking that terrible disease. And uh, so I turned to God and, and God helped me through every step of the way. You know, I never really realized how important this incredible force and power of, of our Lord Jesus Christ could possibly be. But all I'm telling you is that it works. I couldn't have done it without him. And to this day, he still resides in me. And, you know, we still have our issues of temptation all the time. You know, the devil is such a clever guy. But I have to tell you, when I moved down here, I moved into my sister's house out in Boyce, Virginia. And it was, it was quite an experience because I was never incarcerated for all of the things that I had done illegally in my life leading up to this point. But I have to tell you something, that those trees, those beautiful woods that were all around this beautiful house that my sister had with the swimming pool and everything, those trees turned into bars. And I created my own confinement. And, and I was looking out at bars every day that I looked out the window. And thank God, I thank the good Lord, every day I was never incarcerated and had to experience that dismal situation of having to face getting up in a jail cell every day and doing it. But I created my own jail cell. Yeah, and this jail cell was called what, uh, My Own Prison by a band called Creed. <laughs> Reminds me of that. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I know that and that's, that. 
that Carl, that's a perfect example. And that song really does display what I was experiencing in that. And it's something that was so, so intense to, to know that I put myself in my own confinement and it was a very, very tough struggle. I have to tell you, it was one day at a time and I could never have done it without the power of Jesus Christ to walk me through every step of the way. That's a great and story. Still, like That's a, like that, I say, he still resides in me. And then let's, what, let's what happened? Let's the corner here and talk a little bit. I want to, I want to transition because we're going to run out of time. Uh, so when I met you, you were coming in to interview for a high-tech company. You and I worked together at a couple companies, but we were at a company called iCast. And I was one of the people tasked with interviewing you. And we weren't very nice to you. We made you, <laughs> we made you study on our website about our business and then come in and tell us why we should buy our own stuff from you. And, and you blew us away, to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't easy, but you, but you did it. And, and I, I remember I was impressed because we really put you on the spot. And in the middle of pitching us, you came out and told us that you were, you were a believer, you were a Christian. And I'm like, wow, you managed to weave that in as well. So t- talk about how you, and I, and I know some of the story, Randy, because I know you, but how you incorporate your faith in your work. Well, Carl, I have to tell you, first of all, integrity is very, very important to me. And, and second of all, truth is very important to me. And I lived on a fine line before coming down here to Virginia and getting involved in the, uh, in the different occupations that I started. Uh, when I first started, I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to get in, off on a tangent here. I just want to let you know that uh, when I got, came down here, I got into the limousine business first. And I, I really got into sales. And I was, it, it's very interesting because when I was selling limousines and selling limousine rides, it was like selling grams of cocaine back in New York to support my drug habit. And uh, I, I drove a cab in New York to support my music habit before moving here. And so I thought the limousine business would be a great business to get into. So I got into the limousine business and I, you know, began my sales career of selling uh, lots and lots of things. And I turned a $70,000 a year company into a $300,000 a year company within a year and a half. And then I escalated to Reston Limousine out here in, uh, in, in uh, Reston, Virginia. And then um, I decided after a certain amount of time being in that business for nine years, I really had to make a change. So I really wanted to get into the technology business because I knew so many people that were in the dot-com era, but lo and behold, here it is 2000 and I'm thinking of getting the technology business when it's falling flat on its face coming out of the dot-com era. And so anyway, when I, when I, uh, met my old friend Kenny uh, and he had turned me on to ICAST because he was working there too. I went over to ICAST and I, I had this whole pitching thing uh, saying that, you know, you learn this uh, technology. I'd never sold a uh, telecom before, or I never sold anything to do with, uh, you know, high tech before. So I went into the website. I learned everything I could do. I prayed to God to help me through this because I really didn't know how the heck I was going to get through all of this. And uh, I, I took a leap of faith once again. And, um, and then when I came in and met you at ICAST as one of my interviewers, first of all, you don't, you think you were pretty cruel to me, but you were very, very nice from the very beginning for the first time I ever met you. And then when I found out you were a Christian, not only did that escalate into uh, learning more about Christianity through you, 
because I, I you, like I called you one of my angels, you know, it was really, truly amazing. The, the things that you knew and you were so devout and you were creating this beautiful family. And uh, it was so interesting hearing your story. And then you asked me into the prison ministry with you and uh, which we, which, which we have both been doing ever since. And the prison ministry was the most incredible thing because I had never been incarcerated. So I thought this was a great opportunity through the Lord to be able to go in and help kids to be able to turn the corner before they mess up their lives the way I almost did mine. Mm -hmm. And I did, you know, and it was such an important part of it. But you and I started praying for ICAST because we felt it was like starting to fall down on its face. So much money had been invested. How so much money had been invested in this company. They were purchasing marble floors and all this expensive, <laughs> extravagant stuff. And and you and I looked at each other and thought, we got to start praying for this we, company. We got all the Christians in the, in the company. We all started a prayer group down in the, the bottom yep. floor. <laughs> yep. So every were, uh, single day we were going down to the bottom floor in the conference room and praying together. They're and great unfortunately, memories, Randy, guess what? We're running out of time, my man. We're going to have okay. to wrap up here. So I want no to problem. Randy Rowland, inside sales consultant and my friend for joining us here on Faith at Work. Please follow us on Facebook wow. and subscribe to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much and God bless you all. Yes, I got to have You have been listening to Faith at Work with Carl Grant, brought to you by airaccountant.io.